Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Carrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it fun and easy. You're invited to sign up to my free New Me workshop. Change your mindset to healthy living in five days. Get to the bottom of those I can't do it thoughts and transform them into wow, it's so easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new me. That's doctor, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new line in the middle, me. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. How are you doing today? I hope that you are feeling wonderful. I want you to take just a few moments right now to appreciate something in your life. And it can be something super small. It can be as small as my partner bought me coffee in bed this morning. Or my partner smiled at me and said hello. Something super small but something that you are truly grateful for. And when you have done that, we will get on with today's episode. Today, we are talking about weight loss, three easy steps to weight loss. And I am chatting to a friend of mine called Alicia. Alicia is a weight loss coach, and she is going to tell us about her own personal weight loss journey. And she's going to tell us about her three steps. And one thing I want you to notice about her journey is even though it may be or seem difficult at times, it's not difficult. A lot of that idea of I can't do it, I can't do it is in our mind. And I hope that by listening to this episode, you can see that other people have done it and that you can do it too. So let me introduce you to Alicia. Thank you, Alicia, so much for coming here. It's a pleasure to welcome you here. And we're going to dive straight in and talk about so you're the expert in setting goals and I think goals are difficult for all of us because we all say oh I want to make a million dollars or do this or do that so tell us how we should go about setting whatever goal and then we're going to talk specifically about weight loss um, because you have an interesting weight loss journey to tell us and how you applied all of this to your weight weight loss so let's start with goals in general yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to share my ordeal on this uh, situation. It's like um, setting goals is as everything. It, in my opinion, in my experience, is about three important factors. The first one is to have a vision. 
where do I want to go? Where do I want to get? How do I see myself in certain period of time? That is the first step. The second is to do the planning. What do I need to do in order to be able to get there? And the third one is to really commit to doing, is to take action. And in my experience, a lot of people and everybody, and we are guilty about that, is that we sometimes dream. No, it's it's already November. It's going to be uh, soon, the end of the year. And then we are uh, really starting to, what are going to be my goals for 2019? And then we start getting, I want to lose weight. I want to get out of debt. I want to go on a trip. I want to create my business. I want, I to want everything. <laughs> I want everything. But January starts and then we go to the gym. February gets and then we are no longer going to the gym that much. And then March is there and, oh, I may go. And then April is, oh, I already failed. And then forget it. And then the same happens with absolutely everything. And the thing is that it that happens because we don't have a vision and we really don't have a plan. It's like, okay, I want to lose weight or I want to get out of debt, but what I'm really doing in order to make that happen? I know and every not, everybody knows that if I want to get out of debt, I have to stop spending money with my credit card. I need to uh, live by my means. And I, everybody knows the theory, but why there's a lot of people in debt? Or why there are a lot, a, lot, a lot of people with excessive weight? Or why there's a lot of people that hasn't achieved their dreams? So everybody, everybody are you, knows going, to, are you going to tell us the answer to this conundrum? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it happened to me, actually. It's like, uh, I always had a weight problem in my life, always. But it was more or less like uh, I, I could keep it during certain weight. Uh, I had a medical problem that made me gain a lot of weight. I had a facial paralysis and that it had to have cortisone. And, you know, unfortunately, the cortisone had certain effects. But to be honest, I think that I use that as an excuse to let myself go into an excessive weight. I got, I, I got to weight uh, 241 pounds. So my mom used to tell me, you are depressed, you are not doing things. And I, as always, we ignore our moms, right? Yeah. So we, I used to say, no, you are crazy. I'm not depressed. I am happy, etc., etc. I was not really seeing what was going on with me. One day I said, enough is enough. I really, I'm really not loving myself. I'm really not looking of what I really want to achieve in my life. I don't feel confident. I don't feel happy. I don't, and this is because I don't feel happy with myself because I am not taking care of myself. So I started dreaming on what Alicia wanted in the future. What Alicia wanted to feel like, she wanted to feel again uh, like she could do anything. Uh, she could walk and she could go biking and she could go with the friends and she could dance and she could be happy again as she was when she was in college, right? Yeah, so, so this is that, what, this is tapping into your motivation. One of the things that I talk about is motivation and I think this is a very similar thing. It's like without yeah. motivation, you can't make changes. Exactly. So for me, my motivation was my vision, how I wanted to look like. I wanted to look the same way that I look in college. I was size six when I was in college. And right now I was size 22. 
So no way, I didn't want to continue that way. So the first thing that I had is to have my vision. And my vision was I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel good with myself, not because whoever could think anything about me is what I could think about myself. So that was my main motivation. My second step was to have a plan. And to have a plan, I needed to, to get advice. So I, I went and I looked for a nutritionist. I went to look for a doctor that could give me some advice. I didn't want to use pills or those type of things because I knew they were not good for my health. I wanted to do something naturally. So I went to look for somebody that would make sense to me. Yeah. So that means that means somebody that doesn't prescribe me like like you need to starve or you need to do this yeah. crazy diet. I really needed somebody that could guide me in a healthy way to change my habits. So that person taught me the bad things about uh, canned food and the prepared food and all the sodium that is on that and and teach me how to get back to our grandparents' way of, of, of eating that it was natural foods. So I just started... So did, you, did you find it easy to change your habits? So I of find course not. <laughs> right. So let's talk about that because I think it's one thing to say, oh, you know, here's the nutritional advice. You need to do this, 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 and this. And somehow it's like your habits, your old habits just come back again. And I always say to people, your brain, like 95% of what your brain does is on autopilot. And that autopilot is just dragging you back. We like comfortable, we like familiar. And it's so easy to get back to comfortable and familiar. So how did you you change? Well, it's a matter of time. It's not easy. It's a matter of time and work. And the most important thing, as I said, is to have your vision there. I wanted to look again. And actually, I put my pants. I bought a set of pants size six. And I put them on my on my uh, bathroom. And I have them there uh, hanged. And I see them absolutely every day. And I saw myself wearing those pants, no matter what. So, so that's you are motivating yourself on a daily yes. basis yes, and reminding yourself why you're doing exactly. it on a daily basis. I use a lot of the theory of a vision board. To me, seeing things tangible is a way to achieve things. On the things that I teach, as you mentioned, I am, I am a coach and I am a trainer on productivity and leadership and different things and goal setting. And what I do and I teach is to have something tangible to look for. In my case, were those pants and my vision board when I put myself with a picture of how I was in college. Because in college, I felt that I could conquer the whole world because I was at, at that stage. So that kept me motivating. Of course, I ate chocolate cake. Of course, I uh, 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 overeat sometimes when I didn't know. But the difference this time that instead of saying, oh, I am such a failure, I, I already failed because I ate a piece of chocolate cake or whatever. I said, no, I wanted to eat the chocolate cake. I was in the mood with the party with my friends or whatever. Okay, forget it. That is in the past. Let's focus in the present. And I always say, 
There is nothing forbidden in moderation. And I think, I think moderation is the key. And I think I see a lot of people who, and this idea of diet is really about restricting and battling and um, Mm -hmm. power, you know, uh, my brain isn't working. Um, (laughs) a, A battle of wills between yourself. And that isn't going to get you where you want. It's about getting balance right and that you have to allow yourself some grace. It's not about eating the perfect, perfect diet all the time. It's about making improvements and then making some more improvements and some more yeah. improvements. Yeah, actually, the way that I learned and the word that I, I, I was taught by this nutritionist is, yes, at the beginning, you need to do some sacrifices because you need to reset your metabolism. So you really need to go back and stop eating carbs and stop eating fat and stop eating certain things. But Slowly and slowly, you begin introducing back the food on the way that you start eating what everybody is eating. And then you can either eat a hamburger, but you will not eat the Big Mac hamburger. You eat a small hamburger, a cheeseburger, yeah, but a small one, not, not a huge one. And you can drink a little bit of soda if you want, but you really, your taste no longer requires that because you are really uh, used to more healthy foods. In my case, for example, uh, I couldn't believe that I just stopped craving. I crave a lot of of sweets. And I have found myself that when I eat too much carbs, I just start craving sweets. So instead of craving sweets, I learned to eat an apple. And I am Latin, so and you could have guessed it with my accent. So I put a little bit of lime, a little bit of of of, uh, of tahin, that is like a chili powder, and my apple, and that stops my cravings for that. That sounds delicious. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Sadly, limes are not very easy to get around here. Although I would quite like to see if I could get a lime tree in and my it's garden. And you do that with cucumber. You do that with uh, the carrots. You do that with also, we call it jicama. I don't know if you can find it in Europe, the jicama, but it's, it's, it's delicious. So you learn to eat those type of things to stop your cravings. But it's also a matter of your will, is that you really are willing to do things. And the matter, and the most important to me, is forget about the past. Forget about the things that you have done. You have to live and you have to commit. That's why I said that my three keys to achieve goals are three. Have a vision. Have a focus. That is the planning. And commit to do things. Act. And so how do you get people to commit then? It's like getting motivated about your vision. My commitment is because I want to wear those jeans size six, right? So the only way that I can do it is if I show up uh, on the things that I am committing to do. So I need to show up to drink my water. I need to show up to eat healthy. I need to show up to walk, at least if not going to the gym, at least to walk. So I live every single day in a way that I say, today I need to drink my eight glass of water. And I use an app, uh, my fitness pal. Normally I use that app in order to be able to do that because that keeps me accountable. I write down there 
that whether I drank my eight glasses of water or not, whether I walk my 30 minutes or not, and what was the food that I ate. And not because I am like a crazy person based by numbers, it's because it makes gives me accountability. And that's my way of really keep committing. And how do you feel now on the oh, other wonderful. side? Yeah, it's wonderful. And I cannot say that I am size six, uh, totally. I I went to, to size six and then I went up to size eight. But that's okay with me because nothing needs to be perfect. But I no longer size 22. Okay. So and I think this is another thing. Sadly, I think we are all getting older. And although I hear lots of people say they want back their thin me, and I hear this a lot, I want to get back to how I was. I understand that desire to get thinner but actually a lot of people might find that it's not as thin as when they were because when you're young when you're in your 20s your body is very different and as we get older we can live amazing lives we can still be active and thin but not in the same way we don't have that we can run on adrenaline 24 hours a day like you can when you're younger without any sleep you know we have to I think take more care of ourselves as we get older and and let me tell you I wore the size six I got to that point yeah but unfortunately my body is not really reacting for me to keep on size six it's keeping on size eight so I have two options either I beat myself because I am not in size six or I said, okay, I feel really good in size eight. You look That's... amazing. You look absolutely amazing. <laughs> Thank you. For people and who can't I... see on the podcast, she's a beautifully glamorous lady with long, dark Latin hair and very beautifully manicured nails. And she looks just so elegant. And <laughs> Thank I think you. you look fabulous. And Yeah, and I am so happy because it's like when people meet me and they tell me, how old are you? And say, I'm 45. I feel 45. To be the truth, I'm 56. And I feel 45. That and is amazing. I, you and look I 45. Say that, You've got better I, skin I, than me. Gonna... <laughs> I, say, I say that with pride because I feel that way. And you know, uh, people that have Facebook that normally get notifications about things that happened in the past, sometimes I see pictures of 2012 when I was 241 pounds. In kilos, I think it was like 115 kilos. I don't, I don't wow, remember. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to see those pictures. But at the same time, I say, yeah, I want to see them because I don't want, I don't ever want to go back to that weight. And not because of the weight. It was the way that I felt. I felt insecure. I felt sad. My mom was right. I was depressed. And, and so many things that... And tell me about the movement, because one of the things I always... Like, I've never been weighed heavy, other than when I've been pregnant. And I was pregnant with twins, and I just found it so difficult to move. Like, I could hardly get myself yeah. to go up the stairs. And I can only imagine how hard that is when you're carrying that weight around and your lack of mobility. Yeah, it's really hard. But unfortunately, you know what happens is that we don't realize those things. I, in the mirror, look myself exactly the same thing that I look years before. I didn't realize how big I was until now that I see those pictures and I say, how in the world I let myself get to that, that point? I, I still cannot believe it. I don't want to really dig into that, like psychologically and emotionally what happened, 
because I really don't want to dig in the past. So what I do is like, okay, unfortunately that, that happens. At the beginning, it had to do with some physical problem and health problem. And later on, I think it was emotional because I let myself to stay there. It's like, it was my victim mentality that, oh, well, it's because I had this situation and I cannot do anything about it until I realized that I was not happy with that and I didn't want to continue with that and I made a decision to change. So based on that, I move forward and I see, yeah, sometimes I eat a chocolate chip cookie, yes. I eat a chocolate cake, yes. I eat some pasta, I love pasta, even I, I am Mexican, I love Italian food and I crave going to some Italian restaurants. But when I go, I eat instead of the whole plate of pasta. And unfortunately here in the States, is the, the, the plates are huge. And uh, I, I, that was another problem that I had. I used to live in Mexico when I moved to the States. That was a big difference in my, in my health as well, because I used to eat a different type of condimented food. And when I came here, it's totally different and the plates are huge. So I ate them all. Now I eat half of it instead of the whole plate. And I, I maybe take a leftover home and maybe my husband eat it or I may eat it Two a little bit. Two meals for the price of one. It sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, and also I cook a lot here at home. Yeah, I, I think that's a key learn. as well. Yeah. And it was so funny because at the beginning you could see my pantry. It was full of cans. Now you see my pantry and sometimes I need to throw away the cans because they are already bad because I haven't used them in years. Fabulous. No, because I no longer cook with tomato sauce. I cook with tomatoes. I no longer cook with uh, canned beans. I, look, I cook with regular beans. I no longer cook with a lot of things that I used to cook in the past for convenience. And now I learn that I can prepare the food for two or three days. I keep them in the refrigerator at its base on natural foods. But that you learn if you really want to do it, if you are really committed. That's why in all my teachers teaching on goal settings is that you can achieve whatever you want if you set your mind to that. If you really have the vision, if you really plan for it and if you really act on it. It is an amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. It's been yeah, really, really inspiring. So thank you. Thank you. So there we have it. A big thank you to Alicia and her message. You can do it. You can do it. I promise you, if you set your heart on it, you can do it. Okay, see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would be really grateful if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for the new me challenge. Dig out those I can't do it thoughts and replace them with, wow, this is easy and fun. You can sign up at drlena.com slash new me. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new dash in the middle me. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Goodbye.